0: Welcome back to another episode of Supporting No Podcast. I am Cara Saunders and today we are chatting to Olivia's Haven. Olivia makes the most dreamy candles ever. She is based up on the North Coast and oh my god her candles smell amazing. There is a story behind all of them. I'm just obsessed. So we are going to be chatting about the success of her Mother's Day release, Wild Heather. Also, how listening to her customers resulted in loads of new products and how she saw a gap in the market for high-end candles with a story behind them and just went for it. So let's go chat to Olivia.
1: My background has all been in marketing and branding to date. It's what I did my degree in and then... And I have worked in sort of big global companies in London, um, doing a lot of toy marketing um, at Hasbro. And I then also worked in startup companies, again, in the toy type of industry, Mm -hmm. um, and it was more digital. So I worked in for a company called Mind Candy. Um, So I always loved sort of the marketing and branding aspect, but I always had, there was something inside me which was always just. I knew I was always going to start my own business. I didn't always know what that was going to be in, but I always knew I was going to do it at some point. Yeah. And, you know, I always, I sort of always had ideas and different things like that going around in my head, but I took it more seriously probably when I made, made the move back to London and started progressing on my ideas. Basically, the idea of Olivia's Haven came about because I wanted to focus on, I wanted to do a business based on something that I loved and enjoyed um, so that it didn't feel like work. So...
0: Absolutely.
1: Yes, there are various things within that, but I always thought I'd always love candles, always like a candle when I come in at night, um, and I would even have one going at the office um, as well. And I looked around me and thought there's either these really, really high-end candles like your Jo Malone's and, or your dip takes, mm-hmm. or you've got your more supermarket type ones which are filled with things like nasties like paraffin wax and things like that. And on top of that, I thought that candles, they're such a joy to me that I thought that they could be a lot prettier, much more attractive. So that sort of started my journey in finding and creating a more meaningful candle, which was really sort of gift-friendly. Beautiful to look at with really sophisticated scent profiles and based on storytelling. So
0: that, that.
1: That's that sort of how it all came <laughs> about initially.
0: Amazing, <laughs> and your candles are absolutely gorgeous. And I love that you have a story behind each scent. You know, it makes kind of do my you know people buying the people like it really feels like it's a really personal candle to you, and then it makes it kind of more personal to the person who's buying it as well.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was that was sort of key for me as well. I I wanted to find something that was different. And I hate things Mm -hmm. that were just copies of of another product. Um, And so I was very much being like in that marketing and branding coming from that background. I was really it was really important to me to create something that was um, a bit different to what was out there in the market. And storytelling was It's something that's really in my family, like my my grandpa, one of my first cents was To April, and that was came from a story that my grandpa, he, he loved words, and he had a poetry book, and he wrote poems about different people in my family, and he wrote one about my granny and his wife Avril, and that sort of was where I got the initial idea for them using the sense as stories as well. So it all sort of linked together. So glad that you loved that and you get the personal aspect because that was the point. So that's good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what was the first thing you ever made then?
1: Well, it was just making, I was literally just making candles. So I started with <laughs> The 2 April one was the first one that I created that I was happy with, but I was experimenting with so many different scents and waxes and wicks and it takes a long time to perfect the candle. Um, <laughs> it may look like a something quite straightforward and simple, but actually a lot of work goes into it and I know there are maybe other candle makers listening to this um, and they understand the work that goes into that and the testing um, to get the right fragrance load. The right fragrance smell coming out of the candle and there's a lot that goes into it Um, so I was experimenting for about two years um, oh, wow. scenes before I launched anything yeah 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 it takes a lot of work and but it's great now because everybody appreciates. like that a lot of my feedback is though the candle burns really well the smells are great they fill the whole room and that just means so much to me because it took so long to get to that point where they were burning so well and um i always wanted to, i knew i wanted to create a product that was really really high quality so i'm delighted that people love
0: it yeah you've definitely done it my mum would be quite kind of fussy with things and i got her a, one of your gift sets for mother's day and she loves it like she burned one oh. on the wild heather i so quickly i was like do you know is there something wrong she was like no i just light it like all day every day like she just loves it <laughs> so amazing
1: what sense did she get then
0: so we got the Wild Heather, um, which was your exclusive yep. one for Mother's Day. Um, she got the Blackberry Picking and Potting Shed, I, yeah. oh, I, okay. she yes. yeah. nice. I think. Oh, very yeah. I think we're going to just have it. to get her all the scents, you know, through the diffusers and the wax melts and everything.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: So how did you decide to expand into diffusers and wax melts and everything? Do you know, what? when did you make the change? I'm going to expand from Just Candles.
1: Well it was time to listen to my customers and the people through Instagram. I mean I like I use Instagram a lot to like talk to people and to get feedback and I find it a really useful tool for that. One of the main things was I think I think a lot of people are either candle people or they're diffuser people. Obviously people are both as well. Yeah. But there are there are definitely diffuser only people and there's definitely candle only people. And once I launched it then I had there was a grip of a few people who would contact me be like, I don't like burning candles, but I really want to try the range. Well, have you ever thought about bringing out diffusers? So it was mainly just because the demand was there from customers and they were asking me for it. Otherwise, you know, I may have just more stayed into candles and done, looked at, you know, just introducing more scents throughout the year and things like that. But the product range just seemed like the right way to go because based on what my customers were telling me. So I just listened to I just ask what people yeah. want and listen to what the main answers are and diffusers was definitely out there. Um and so wax melts. So there's no real mystery to that one it's just listen to your customers and give them what they want.
0: Amazing because there's definitely I think you see it more with like big companies let's take Instagram for example everybody says we want this we want this and then they do something different so it's so nice that you clearly do listen to your customer feedback and respond to it as well.
1: I really appreciate all feedback that we get and we always listen to it and we read every review and you know, we take it really seriously and we, talk, we listen to all of our DMs and we, we read them all and we we comment back to everybody. So yeah, we really appreciate the little com- the community on there, and love them all. For, and there's so much as well. There's just there's a massive fan club now for the Event which is brilliant. That's all come just because I think because you can't just. You know, to take, tick take. Tick, tick. You got a. It's a relationship, you mm-hmm. know, on there. So you've got to be listening and talking and, and engaging with your customers every day. So that's really important for us.
0: Absolutely. And what do you think has been your favorite thing that you've ever made? So whether it's a certain scent that you love, or let's say expanding into diffusers and everything, what would be your absolute favorite? Oh
1: my goodness, it's hard one. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness, maybe because they come and go. But I, my, I really loved um, Midnight Carols at Christmas time. I knew everybody would like Christmas at the Old Rectory because it was a classic Christmas scent, but Midnight Carols is a bit more mysterious but I just fell in love with the whole packaging and the scent and I just thought it was a really I was really proud of Midnight Carols particularly and I'm looking forward already to bring it out again and I also really loved doing Wild Heather in a different size that mm-hmm. was just really interesting to see what people thought of that and the feedback has been amazing around Wild Heather like on real and just so many people were really excited about getting that scent and have been burning it like crazy so um, like your mum mm-hmm just yeah. burning it every day so um yeah I'm really proud of that and I'm just pro- I just love creating the new products and bringing them out and creating the story around it and working on the illustrations like I just love processable things but yeah I would say I lot adore Midnight Carls particularly and I was really really happy with Wild Heather but I love them all honestly and I mean in, in terms of I'm talking about the candles um, yeah. specifically because I, the candle always comes first for me because it's where I started with the business mm-hmm. so we started with six candles so the candle always comes first and it's the one that I always love the most yeah. and lead with and then the other products like the the range of that scent
0: lovely do you think you'll ever release wild heather kind of as you say, you've got six kind of set cents. Do you think you'll add Wild Heather to the collection, or keep it as an exclusive one?
1: Genuinely, we brought it out as a, as a total exclusive, and a, and a thank you to our customers, um, because you know we got it was our one year in business as well. Mm-hmm. But you know the response has just been amazing. That. We, we've had, we are definitely looking at it because the feedback every day and now people are getting to the end of their wild heather and we're starting to get like, would you ever, yeah. again? <laughs> so again, we're listening, we're listening to our customers. So if the customers want it, you know, watch this space. It's definitely not off the table, but it, the intention certainly was just as a thank you to customers uh, for supporting us throughout First year, but by the sounds of it, we've created a really amazing <laughs> scent there. So um, we
0: might have to, might have to. I love it. And um, just what you said about midnight like carols, I actually got that one whenever we did the collab Bazaar Ceramics, and it is insane. I think it's easily my favorite scent ever across all candle companies and so I cannot wait until you bring it back at the end of the year. <laughs>
1: yes we usually it probably be like October time that you'll be able to get your hands on it again. Be stuck I'm excited.
0: It. <laughs> and what would an average day look like for you then because I know you what know, watching your stories you're very very busy so can you take us through roughly to you know your average day?
1: Well I will say there is no average day um, <laughs> personally that is point one. One thing we are trying to do now is we've got, we've got staff in now so that we've got people helping in the business so we've got people helping with fulfilment and have got Joanne there doing fulfilment and helping with touring and Catherine too and we've got Emma on fulfilment as well and we've got Aaron who is um, the managing director so it was a bit different when it was just me because an average day you know I dictated that and I didn't need to really communicate as much you know it was all internal but now we're, we're putting more processes and things in place and we're having you know regular sort of Monday morning meetings and different meetings throughout the week so those those all flow into the week as a for a bit of structure but in terms of what i'm doing personally is i'm more trying to work on product development and then there'll be a bit of marketing and stuff thrown in there too but then also just generally working on the business what's next yeah and trying to you know steer the the Elevusium and ship and what the direction is that we're going in those things all sort of help my week flow and help me prioritize but i also do things like this you know talking to people about the business Mm -hmm. Um, itself yeah and and i've been quite involved in as well help with other like local business groups and stuff helping with um any any insights that i can give which has been really nice um to meet other people on the same sort of journey so i really enjoy doing that in my week but yeah generally it's going to be thinking about what content needs to go out for the week it's going to be thinking about product development and Doing those things which are more long term, and then also generally just working on on the business. There's a lot of admin involved, um, <laughs> so it's not all it's not all Yeah, so, um, it's so varied, so varied. It just totally depends on what the needs are of the business that week.
0: So, as you said there about product development, can you give us a bit of an insight on how you come up with new sense? Because, as you said, it's a storytelling process, so it obviously has to have an impactful story behind it. So you can't just. Do you know, get a nice sense and like, oh, I'll just make this? Do you know how do you come up with the whole process? I'm sure it's so too difficult. difficult. It is,
1: but usually um, I've been lucky initially because like everything has been really organic. You know, it's mm. just come to me like, I'll, like, I definitely want to do one around that, or so I want to celebrate that memory or that person or that thing. So it sort of starts with that, but and then the story will build and then it's all about like which smell does relates to that story for me personally. So it's, it tends to come with the story first and then the sense comes in behind that. So that's really the, that's really what we, what I do. And I think that's maybe what makes it a bit different because 'cause I'm not just picking like common sense that I yeah. think people will Like, you know, like I'm not just going to just pick vanilla because I know everybody likes vanilla. Like I'm going to be trying to blend scents and things that are based on my my own personal memories. So, yeah, stories come first and the illustrations and then then the scent really falls into place usually. Um, And I just know when I smell it, when I've created the combination of the blend, I'm just like that, I've put those smells together and that for me is, you know, that, that equals that memory for me. And it usually I'm pretty confident in it. When I find it, I'm just like, yeah, that's it.
0: That's so lovely. So yeah, that's
1: sort of the process of finding it. And then it's all just getting everything printed. And there's a long lead time and process for these things. They don't just happen. Yeah, there's uh, that's really what happens, yeah. The storytelling and then the scent.
0: Lovely. And would you ever offer the opportunity for people to kind of come in, obviously, you know, post-lockdown, but for people to come in, and have the opportunity to kind of customize their own sense. say if it was like for a wedding or a big order or something, and really get the kind of the customer involved in the process.
1: So that's an interesting one. Like that was probably something I would definitely love to do that. And it is something that I probably thought I was going to do much more initially when I started the business. Mm -hmm. But because things got so busy with online orders, and developing new products and things like that, it, it doesn't make business sense at the minute to do those of funds I mean we've had a lot of people contact us for special events and wedding scents and stuff like that yeah um but generally what they do is they what they do have a bespoke order um for their wedding and they will do like for example one of them was is midnight carls I know someone's getting married in like October time next year and they wanted to have midnight carls throughout their wedding so um they are just doing like a bulk Order of that, um, and because it wouldn't be out by the time that they get married, then I'm making that in advance for them specifically. But no, the customizable bit is it's not in our plan at the moment just because of current band and the busyness levels and stuff like that but we may in the future when we build the team out a bit more we might end up that we have capacity to do that kind of thing because I do love that customizable element um so yeah it's not a no but it's just not a right now
0: <laughs> it's amazing though that you're so busy and especially you know within the last year with lockdown and everything that because obviously you said you just you just celebrated your one year anniversary which is amazing so how did lockdown really <laughs> affect your business because obviously you started I think in lockdown or just the start of it and nobody yeah. saw it come in so how did you deal with it and especially now you've turned it into such a successful business that you're literally thriving? To
1: be honest because I, so I started it two weeks literally before lockdown oh, and, wow. and I'm glad I did because I didn't if I'd known that lockdown was coming you know I might have lost my confidence a bit and maybe not have gone for it mm-hmm. because it was such an uncertain time I'm so glad I did, and to be honest, I don't know what it would be like in the normal world. Yeah. So I've sort of grown it in the pandemic. So I people ask me like, "Have you seen the effects of like COVID on your business?" And I'm just like, "My business has just been around with COVID, so I actually don't know the difference." I will say I'm really interested to see what happens when we come out of lockdown, because um, I think, you know, it's been really restrictive because I'm quite, you know, I want to be out there and meet people and, and grow the business that way and go to events and things like that, which has been restricted. So I think that we could have grown it even more, if I'm honest, if yeah. there wasn't more lockdown. So I'm looking forward to the opportunities that that presents. But it has been good in terms of just really focusing on, in on the online offering from the start. And um, I think that's really helped us and. You know, thinking about the customer experience, the unboxing experience, like trying to make sure the website is easy and it's possible to use. And I'm trying to focus on spreading the word well through like one channel rather than, because at the start it's just me. So I didn't want to dilute myself across loads of different platforms. Went for the one that was right for my business. And for me, it was Instagram. It's not to say it would be that for other businesses, but for me it was Instagram. So just focused in on that to try and spread the word and other businesses have been really good with like sharing the, the story and like also just like local business networks and stuff like that I've been part of those and they've helped with the growth but yeah it's just been to be honest it's been really organic the growth as well throughout lockdown it's been very much people have bought and then they've told somebody else so you can literally see you know there's there's like a street i think in like scotland which somebody bought and then i can see like as the orders oh. coming in that street are all starting to order so that's, that's like, amazing why i like really see it like organically growing which um is really great but as well we've been helped with different bits of pr i mean we were in there as times pretty early on we got the daily express recently um we've got loads of different online spots as well which has just really helped so yeah It's been quite organic overall, so it's been nice. But yeah, can't wait for lockdown to finish because I think there's just many more opportunities.
0: Absolutely. I know because we got, as I said, we got the Wild Heather and your gift set for mum for Mother's Day. And she literally made me buy another gift set for her friend's birthday and so i bought that yesterday and it's already been shipped i think which is amazing but yeah. for another yeah. one of her friends she was like yeah she would like this too so mom is literally gonna be everybody you're gonna love his evening gift it's box
1: it's <laughs> been brilliant and i think as well just the fact that people are like supporting smaller businesses at the minute and supporting yeah. local businesses that whole um movement has really helped us too i would imagine so it's been yeah, although we're in lockdown, it's been, it's been quite positive.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And do you have any little exciting things that you can tease that are coming soon?
1: Well, I'm working on loads of things all the time, but it's just what is going to work, what stories linked scents and things. There will definitely be new set, more new scents this year oh, that will be coming exciting. out. Yes, and you probably won't have to wait too long to oh. um, smell one of them. So, yes, stay tuned for that. I don't have much more to say other than that because I don't want to give too much away. But yeah, you won't have too long to wait till there is a new
0: scent in the range. Amazing. I can't wait. <laughs> and where do you think you would like to be in the future? Say five years time, do you know what would be the absolute dream?
1: I love being in like Northern Ireland and I love creating my business here and grow it. And I want to grow it from here and I just have this real dream of having Um, a global business that started in Northern Ireland. I just think that that would be awesome and to have like local people working there and everything and just helping the economy and all of that, but able to have like a creative business um, based here would just be amazing. So really the sky's the limit. Like we're, um, we're an ambitious company. I'm ambitious. You know, I want to just keep pushing, want to keep creating great products um, that people love and I want to make our country pride so yeah I think all those things I just love I just would love to have a uh, love of to be um, a global home fragrance brand
0: that is so sweet and how far have your orders gone then do you know have you gone international yet or are you still UK Northern Ireland
1: No, like it's been amazing. We've sent to Australia, we've sent to the Philippines, we've sent to the US quite a bit. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, predominantly, it is the island of Ireland have been really strong. And then our UK is really strong as well. It's now... It's almost over tech in Northern Ireland at the minute, mm-hmm. so um, it's really growing there which is really exciting to see but yeah we have customers from all over uh, Germany too I mean, there's they're literally Spain France you know there's loads of different places which orders are coming in for all the time and it still amazes me I'm like how did you hear about yeah. it <laughs> um, but again I think it's a lot of word of mouth and I think it's like maybe somebody's family member is over there and they get it shipped out and then they tell somebody else it's over there and I honestly just think it just is working working its way around like that it's really exciting I love seeing like a new country come in that we haven't shipped to before because it's always a bit of a challenge but you're always like oh it's just exciting to get the package like from our headquarters like out to that to where they are in the world so it's great
0: absolutely it is absolutely amazing do you have any advice for other small businesses
1: so if you're just starting my advice, be to really think about your product or your service and what makes it different. Don't copy of the people. Like, really stay true to yourself. Like, people love it when somebody is authentic and, and real. Um, so bring something out or, you know, have a service or, or product that is true to you and base it around something you love because that's so much easier because you naturally love it so you're enthusiastic is always going to be naturally there so that would be my advice yeah definitely and and also don't compare yourself to others when you're going throughout your journey because um, everybody goes at different rates and paces and just keep focused on your own mission and your own vision and be consistent just keep showing up every day and it'll work out (laughs) that would probably be my advice there's quite quite a lot in there
0: (laughs) That is so sweet. Well, thank you, Olivia, for coming on today. It was also a pleasure to chat to no you. And I cannot wait to smell these new scents. Oh,
1: no, not long now, not long now. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. It's
0: a to you. No problem at all. Thank you that was olivia isn't she just the most cheerful person ever she was so lovely to chat to and since we recorded this podcast she has expanded her business they are in new premises they are also hiring at the minute and she has brought wild heather back she is not just limited edition anymore she is part of the core collection so if you missed out you definitely need to go and grab it and i cannot wait to see what new scents are coming out shortly and as usual, if you want to support this podcast, you just need to go to Instagram or Facebook and look up Supporting Local Podcasts. But don't worry if you can't find it. All social links will be in the description for the podcast. Olivia's Haven and also myself, Cara Saunders. And I will see you next week.